ratchetness. Yo, Angelo Yee, I love you. 50% ratchetness. Tell them ratchets to sit down. This is becoming the most prominent form for hip-hop. Wake your ass up. It's early in the morning, but they tell me it was y'all. I say, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. Charlamagne the God. Prince of Prince of People. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Super Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. I hope y'all getting out there to go vote today for Super Tuesday. Fourteen states. Uh, Alabama, California, North Carolina, just to name a few. You know, I know you want to be involved in this process. If you think you hate Trump as much as you say you do. Yeah, shout out to everybody in Texas and everybody that's going to be getting out to vote today. That's right. Arkansas, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Utah, Vermont, Virginia. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pull up on the polls. Okay. Make something shake. I ain't gonna lie. This coronavirus got me shook, though. I ain't gonna front. You Why? Do? Okay. I don't know, man. It, it got me shook. I, I don't know what it is. People are dying. There's more, more and more people getting infected. There's no vaccine. You know, now it's a community virus. There was two cases of community virus where they don't know where these people got it from. I'm a little shook. I ain't go front. Well, I hope that doesn't keep people away from the polls. That's what I hope. Yeah. Just bring some Lysol with you. Spray your hands. Lysol, <laughs> Spray hand down sanitizer, after you sanitizer, <laughs> press hand, those buttons. Yeah, Lysol, I mean, hand sanitizer, you can do all that. Purell. But then somebody sneezes and it's in the air and you breathe it in and, you know. That's just like any other thing, though. That's just like the flu. That's just People like die any from other the flu. stuff. That's, that's, that's just like any other disease you could possibly catch that uh, but if you have any, through air. If you have any symptoms, you just have to make sure you go right to the doctor, get quarantined, and take the necessary... Symptoms. The symptoms is like the flu. If you're coughing or if you have a fever. Right. Well, that, right now, if that Jeez. happens to you, you have have to make sure you immediately go handle that. You know what, though? I was reading an article yesterday, and they mm-hmm. said, depending on how serious the symptoms are, you should show up to the doctor. They said, uh, if, this, if, the, if the symptoms aren't that serious, you stay home and you treat it like the flu or you with a cold. And I think some of the... You know me. You know I'm going to the doctor immediately if I start I mean, coughing. That's good. <laughs> You're a hypochondriac. I, I, don't think doctor. I, I don't think it's nothing wrong with being overly uh, anxious about something like Sheesh. this. Somebody just told me, in, in, uh, one of the interns told me, if you put Neosporin inside your nose while you're flying, <laughs> that when you breathe in the germs, it stops that's the germs. Old I trick. feel like Joey told you that. No, but, but Sim okay. told me that's that, actually. That's an old <laughs> trick. That's an old trick when it comes to any type of uh, diseases you don't want to catch. That's put Neosporin in your nose? Yes, that's an old trick, man. Don't say an old trick like we all knew that. You knew yeah, that, that Joe? old trick. Listen, Eddie, I, did you know that? I'm from the South. Steve, I and, know Steve didn't and, know that. And Sim West, hey, did you know that? I never heard that. I'm from the South, and Sim West Indian. I mean, y'all haven't really heard of much. Y'all in a bubble here in New York. You're absolutely right. We don't know anything. No, but we haven't heard that. I know. That's an old trick. An old put nails yes, in your nose? Yes, on the edge of your nose, like around the rim of your nose. Yes. Yeah, he, P- oh, yeah, he also P- pees on a lot P- of stuff. P-, for P-, P is for pink eye. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. You guys do something. Well, guess what I did something. yesterday. You peed on yourself? I filled out my jury duty form. Oh, about time. <laughs> about time. Congrats. You know, <laughs> After you've been talking about that, one came in the mail. Oh, good. You haven't done jury duty in 12 years, but all right. That's that's good. You're getting there. You haven't ever done it. Yeah, they won't allow, they won't allow me. Come on. Now. I've tried. They, they won't allow I'm me. I've not tried. Yes, I have. Every time so I fill out So tell me paper, why you're not eligible. I don't know. I tell them me, I've been arrested before, and I tell them some who, who some of my friends are, and they just don't let me do it. You tell them on the form who your friends are? Yes. There's do, no slot do, for that. Do you know criminals? Yes. They just deny me immediately. It doesn't he, say that on there. He, he do the exact opposite when he's trying to buy a house and get some credit, though. <laughs> I've never been arrested. All I hang around is nice Caucasian people in a suburban area. Oh, man. It does not say that anywhere. I know do you have friends who are criminals. It does not say that. Uh, maybe I put I it. I just filled it out yesterday. Well, they don't allow me. You know what I did yesterday, too, when we talked about it? I had to um, change a tire. Remember that? Remember How'd you learn before? to do that? I mean, I know. Do like you I, have the automatic thing that takes off the. No, I did not. I mean, I, I know the idea of it. I just never had to do it. So yesterday I had to do it. So I got me and Logan, me and my son. I told I told him how to do. it. I was like, turn it, turn it on, and he, you know, we, well, he did. Yeah, he said, yeah, he basically did it. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he basically Salute to Logan, did it. the man of the house. <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to Logan. I want to clue the bombs from I Big hope you didn't put those lug nuts on backwards. Nah, nah, nah. Thank God for Logan. <laughs> that thirteen year old indentured servant you got. Sixteen, sixteen. Sixteen year old indentured servant. Yeah. Oh, he was eighteen Jesus when you Christ. was in the club. Shut up, yeah. You a snitch, yeah. 
Let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, since you're nervous about it, we'll give you some of these coronavirus updates and what's going on in the United States as well. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Whoa. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with coronavirus. Now, the NBA players have been advised not to high-five fans as the coronavirus has been spreading. So they are saying again, and we keep on telling you guys this, make sure you wash your hands with soap for 20 or more seconds, cover your mouth when you cough, and some of the players are also not going to be signing autographs right now. So they said if you do want to shout out to fans, a fist bump will do. No more high fives. So so don't high five fans, but it's okay to slap other players on the ass. That won't spread nothing, right? Well, if you do it through their clothes, it should be fine. Yeah, I'm fist bumping people all day. That's not true, though, because if you've been out all day, you want to put your clothes in there. They say put your clothes in the hamper and wash them. So it's the same thing. If you out amongst the elements and people are sneezing and coughing, it's getting on more than just your hands. It can get on your clothes. Well, you shouldn't be smacking people in the ass anyway. Oh, that could be a charge. Yes, you're right. (laughs) All right, now let's uh, break it down. And in Metro Atlanta, they, they said there are two confirmed cases there now, but so far... There are six people that have died. Now, four of those six people are in, um, were inside of a long-term nursing facility in a suburb of Seattle. Mm-hmm. So there's six people that have died in Washington State. Very important to note that out of the six people that died, they said five of them had uh, previous medical conditions. Yes. Very important to note that. Right. So right now, we'll uh, just keep you guys updated. The government is still saying that it's not anything that we should be worried about. Yeah. <laughs> but come on. Come on, what? They felt like that in China, too, at first, in Wuhan. And then you see how it's been spreading over 90,000 people now across the world. And how many people died in China? Somebody told me that, that they said it was 3,000, but that was a lie. It's really a lot more, but they don't want to scare people. Well, if they're not saying, then I couldn't tell you. Well, they're saying the vast majority of cases are mild, and people are going to recover from it just like they do a, a cold or flu-like illnesses. So. Yeah, with the amount of people that um, have it, you know. All right, now let's uh, get into some endorsements. As you know, we told you that Mayor Pete has dropped out of the camp uh, campaigning to be president, and the person he is now endorsing is Joe Biden. You know, when I ran for president, we made it clear that the whole idea was about rallying the country together to defeat Donald Trump and to win the era for the values that we share. And that was always a goal that was much bigger than me becoming president. And it is in the name of that very same goal that I'm delighted to endorse and support Joe Biden for president. All right. In addition, Amy Klobuchar um, has also dropped out and also endorses Biden. It is up to us to put our country back together to heal this country and then to build something even greater. I believe we can do this together. And that is why today I am ending my campaign and endorsing Joe Biden for president. All right, we'll give you more updates in the next hour. But former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid and former National Security Advisor Susan Rice, who's been up here on The Breakfast Club, are both endorsing Joe Biden as well. So who's left? Well, listen, they are uh, uh, Bloomberg, Bernie, 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 Elizabeth Warren. Mm -hmm. Listen, they are absolutely forming like Voltron to block Bernie from being the nominee. I don't know if I would call it rigging like President Trump says, but the Democratic establishment is going to use all their resources to block Bernie from being the nominee. All of this is strategic. Drop out right before Super Tuesday. Everybody endorse Biden and let's attempt to keep Bernie from getting a bunch of delegates today. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you just want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's Reese, yo. What's up, y'all? Reese, what up, man? Get it off your chest. I'm hearing, like, a source thing, like, about the 5G. Started from Wuhan and the... What are you hearing? What's the conspiracy you hearing? What's the street saying? Talk to me. What they saying? Yo, they saying, like, uh, um, I'm looking at the source right now. They're messing with your phone. No doubt, no yeah, doubt. They're messing up your phone, bro. Yeah. Sorry, okay, true, true. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Shay from Vegas. What's up, Shay? Get hey, it off your MD. chest. Hey, uh, Charlemagne. What MD. up, Shay? How hey, you, Shay? From Vegas. I'm good. Shay, I like to see you guys every morning because I get off at this time. 
Thank you so very much. Here. <laughs> you are appreciated. But in regards, in regards to the whole coronavirus thing, when you cover you, when you cough, cover your mouth with your shoulder, with your arm, instead of your hand. It's so nasty. Mm-hmm. Germs everywhere. Okay, I'm with that. Why is everybody telling us all of these kindergarten rules? This is stuff that we all know when it comes to sneezing I, and coughing. I feel you. I feel the same way because I work with the public too. So people cough and do everything and they want to touch you and high five you. No. Cough in your arm and everybody be a little bit safer. That's right. When you cough, hit a little dab. That's all. Hello, who's this? Nicole. Nicole, what's up? Get it off your chest. Why you sound mad, Nicole? We ain't your baby daddy. Um, I know. Stopped up. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I had a question. Well, I had a statement. Why is, I know the election is today, and all of my friends are just focused on the black agenda. Shouldn't we be focused on more than just the black agenda? No, because we've been focused on more than just the black agenda for years, and that's done nothing for us. Because what America does, a lot of these politicians try to hit us with these uh, rising tide, lift all boats policies, and black people's boat got a hole in it. So we don't well, rise it, with America. Well, what else concerns you? What else are your interests? Because I think women's rights My also right matter to me. student loan debt. I have uh, okay. 160K in student loan Ooh. debt, so that's my name. Okay, so that matters to her as well. Ber- Ber- Bernie Sanders said he wants to erase all student loan debt. If you believe he's going to do that, then vote for him. That's your interest. I tell everybody. That's who I'm leaning towards, but Elizabeth Warren has the best black agenda policy. So nope. I'm kind of like torn. I don't think so. I, I think Bloomberg has the best black agenda policy, but, you know. I don't trust him at all. So. Why, should, why do you trust any of them? I don't, but we have to choose. So I don't want Trump in there. Right. That is very definitely true. definitely don't. But I'm telling everybody, vote your interest. If student loan debt is your interest, vote your interest. If a black agenda is your interest, vote your interest. Hello, who's this? Yes, this is Peanut from Valdosta, Georgia. Peanut, what up? Get it off your chest, Peanut. Hey, man, I was just basically uh, commenting on, on what Charlemagne was talking about, that uh, uh, news pouring in your nose. I mean, I'm from the South. We put Carmex in our to keep any type of disease from, <laughs> from, from, from getting over. So Carmex, too? You put CarMax in your nose? Doesn't that help with yeah. if you have, like, sores? Yeah, that help with sores, any type of sores. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it, it, it just something that, you know, it's just some folks do in the South, you know, just keep keep from nose running. Uh, if you blow your nose a lot of times, it, it'll help from having uh, 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 sores and all, all types of stuff. You know what I'm saying? We okay. just go to the South. We do stuff like that. That's okay. right. And guess what? It works. All right. I know it. <laughs> All right, 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello? Hello? Hey, Amber, what's up? Where you calling from, Amber? I'm calling from Atlanta. Okay. ATL, shorty. Get two, off your chest. Two cases of the coronavirus. Right, so good morning to you all first. But I wanted to call because I know everybody is freaking out. But here's the thing. It's like you said, Charlemagne. It's like the flu. Wash your hands. That's it. I've been seeing everybody with these masks on, and they're talking about all these deaths. But think about what the deaths are. They're not in the United States. They're sick, right? But they were mostly elder people and people that have problems already. That's a fact. Deaths occurred mostly in China because their health system and their living conditions are not very good. The United States are kind of up to par on that kind of thing, so that's why the deaths are so limited. But the coronavirus sick, the flu thousands. Well, I would think about the flu. I would think it's a proportionate too. There's more deaths because there's more cases in China. That could be it, but. I think it's mostly because my friend who's been to China said that she couldn't even eat there. She was there for 10 days and lost all this weight because the food was horrible. They're like, who knows if they even wash their hands? And I'm not saying they're wow. nasty, but just Jeez. think about it. Watch oh my the gosh. Water transmission, your mouth, your nose, your eyes. That's right. I mean, I'm, I'm, sure like, I'm sure just like anywhere in the world, there's places that are great and areas that aren't. I'm just going to put a little Neosporin in my nose. Mm-hmm. That'll work for you, too. I just know we black and we don't take no chances. We don't even talk on the phone when it's lightning because we don't. We think the lightning going to strike the phone. <laughs> well, I'm from the South, so that's what we do. Understand. I, just, I just wanted to, you know, I have that a lot of that friends that who were freaking out, so I posted it on my Instagram. But like I said, wash your hands. Not even hand sanitizer, to be honest. The hand sanitizer kills all your good germs to fight stuff off. So you can use it every now and then, but using too much hand sanitizer 
can cause you to catch things because it's killing your good normal flora. Well, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't like hand sanitizer. I just think like like if right. you take a piss and then you just use hand sanitizer but don't wash your hands, right. that's disgusting to me. That's like putting Lysol right. on doo doo. <laughs> you should absolutely just wash your hands and the fist pump thing and no shaking hands and you know a, a patient's family member tried to shake my hand I just gave him a little nice pump you know cause I don't know where you've been traveling to that's right but you just have to be mindful and you know wa wash your hands is the biggest thing is all I can say alright what about the Carmax in the nose <laughs> I don't know nothing about that Charlamagne said that it's something from the south I'm from the south but I'm also I don't know. It's not just Carmex, I'm though. It's any, it's, it's any anti antibiotic ointment. Okay. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up at any time. Now, you, we got rumors on the way? Yes. Let's talk about this new comedy stand-up festival that's going down. And this sounds like something you might all want to be at. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Shark Tank. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, this week we told you about a phishing scam that actually cost Barbara Corcoran $388,700. The scammer tricked her bookkeeper. She wired money to an email address that was similar to her assistant's email address, and that was requesting a payment for a renovation. So she said she already had accepted that she lost the money, but guess what? She got her money back. Yes, after the story ran, she said her bank asked the other bank to freeze the transaction so her team could prove it was a fraud, and she did end up getting it back. They said a lot of times that doesn't happen for people. Wow. And so fortunately for her... And I feel bad for people that are not in a position where their celebrity can right. put pressure on the bank, but they got to figure out how to make sure that things like this are safer for people. But I really feel like her team shouldn't allow that to happen. You know, she has a strong real estate team and a strong squad. Right. They should have been on top of that one. They probably just weren't because it's never happened before. And then, you know, with the phishing scam, the email address that it comes from looks just like yours. Yeah. That's how they get you. So but you're I thinking got a, it's I ain't got a team email. as big as Barbara, but if somebody sends an invoice, my people are checking like, Envy, did this invoice come? Did we really fix this house? Did we make these repairs? No? Okay. Yeah, but if you, she's been doing this for decades. And if something like that never happened, she probably wasn't just, now she's on guard. guard okay. And other people should be too. All right. All right. Now, Netflix has announced a stand-up festival that's going down, and this has some of the biggest stand-up comics in the world. It's called Netflix is a Joke. It's happening in L.A. April 27th to May 3rd. Some of the people on the stage, Amy Schumer, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, Jamie Foxx, David Letterman, Kevin Hart, Martin Lawrence, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, Sarah Silverman, Wanda Sykes, Whoopi Goldberg, I mean, Chris Rock is going to be there. It's every, Everybody is going to be at this showcase. Uh, Marlon Wayans, Chelsea Handler. So it sounds like something that is a must-be-at event. That's great, Brandon, because they've been using that tagline. Now is going to be there. They've been using that tagline, Netflix is a joke for some years now in regards to their stand-up. So that's mm -hmm. a good that's good branding, good marketing. I don't know. I see Joe, Joe Coy on here. I'm looking at all the names. Donnell hasn't had his individual stand-up I don't stand see Donnell on here mm -hmm. either. Damn it, somebody write a letter. Well, Donnell has been part of the degenerates. To me, that sounds like everybody who's had their own personal stand-up on Netflix, on the whole ne under the whole Netflix is a joke umbrella. Yeah, I feel like he should be on this somewhere, though. He's never done his own stand-up yet. He's always a friend. No, he's done his own stand-ups. I've seen his stand-up specials. Not on Netflix. Oh, not on Netflix, yeah. But did Jamie Foxx do a stand-up on Netflix? Mm. Did Jane Fonda do one? I'm not sure, you know. There's a whole lot of people on this list that I've never seen do a stand-up mm -hmm. on Netflix. A whole lot. I mean, there's really about 100 comics. All right. Um, now let's talk about the Ozzy Fest. Remember that festival that was supposed to happen? That was canceled like 32 times? It was No, it was canceled once because of the heat wave. Oh, I Remember thought they that? to do it a couple times. What, what was the other festival they canceled mad times that Jay-Z was supposed to be headlining? Fire Festival. No, we're not on Fire, <laughs> fire, fire <laughs> Festival. Look Stop ahead. it. Well, um, yeah, it was only um, canceled that one time because of the heat wave. And that weekend, everything was canceled and they had mm -hmm. to refund all the tickets. Well, that festival is coming back. And if you remember, um, A-Rob was up here talking about it too because he's part of that festival mm -hmm. so now they are saying that it's going down July 25th in Central Park so Carlos Watson and A-Rod were up here up here uh, trying to make sure that festival happened now they are actually going to do it for real alright Ray J and Princess Love they are going to be doing their own show 
on Zeus Network. That's the show that Jocelyn, that's the network Jocelyn's on in Black China. It's called The Conversation, Ray J and Princess Love. And they're going to be talking about their relationship. There's no host, no producers, no therapists. And here's a preview clip that Princess Love posted from the show on her Instagram page. You don't feel the need to have a serious conversation with me about what happened? You abandoned me. I abandoned you. You abandoned me. All you care about is yourself. I don't respect you. I didn't block my one-year-old baby. I expose you. You don't give a <laughs> You keep talking in circles. And let me talk. I don't understand why you're crying. All right, so, yes, if you want to see what's going down in their relationship with just the two of them having a conversation, you can get the Zeus Network. The Zeus Network popping, right? The Zeus Network got to be in conjunction with Viacom because there's no way that VH1 letting all their talent go over there and just create that kind of content. That would make sense. Got to be, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how uh, they're making it pop like that. All right, James Lipton, rest in peace. He's the host of Inside the Actors Studio. He has been pronounced dead. He was 93 years old. They said it was a peaceful death, and it was confirmed by his wife, by the way. Uh, she said, there are so many James Lipton stories, but I'm sure he would like to be remembered as someone who loved what he did and had tremendous respect for all the people he worked with. So everybody, I'm sure, has seen at one point in their life inside the actor's um, studio. He's interviewed people like Ben Affleck, Brad Pitt, Gwyneth Paltrow, Al Pacino, uh, Gene Wilder, and uh, just a lot of, of people. He gave students in the live audience also a chance to ask questions from the actors. And when Bradley Cooper was a student, he asked Robert De Niro and Sean Penn questions. And then later on in life, ended up being the guest on Inside the Actors Studio. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Super Tuesday. Today, we'll give you some updates so you know exactly what's going on. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting with, Yeezy? Well, let's start with two people who were killed, and at least 40 structures collapsed after a tornado tour through Nashville overnight. So we want to do uh, send our condolences uh, to the families of those people. Very tragic cases. Uh, they don't have the victims identified as of yet. This just happened overnight. But again, in Nashville, there's been a lot of issues there, and they are saying if you are traveling, just make sure you pay attention to what's going on with your flight. According to the police department, they said our community has been impacted significantly. There are multiple homes damaged and multiple injuries. We have requested mutual aid from allied agencies. We continue to search for injured. Stay home if you can. Watch for downed power lines. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, today is, oh, they're saying now it's updated. Five people were killed wow. in Tennessee overnight. All right, now today is Super Tuesday, so that means that 14 states and American Samoa will vote on Tuesday. It's the biggest day of the Democratic primary. That's 34% of the party's delegates up for grabs. Mm -hmm. They're saying that Bernie Sanders expects to win big in California. That's the most delegates, as well as in other Western and Northeastern states. But uh, Joe Biden is aiming on building up with his African-American voters in southern states like Alabama and North Carolina. So they said one of the biggest battle battlegrounds will be Texas. And that's where Joe Biden was campaigning. And Sanders is hoping that the Latino-led coalition will help him out there. Yeah, that's why he's going to win Cali, because Latinos rock with Bernie heavy. That's so interesting to me that uh, Biden's leaning on black people and Bernie's leaning on uh, Latinos. All right. Now, Donald Trump has his own concerns. He's saying the 2020 Democratic nomination is rigged against Bernie Sanders. No, I think it's rigged against Bernie, but maybe he'll pull it through. It was rigged against me four years ago, and I pulled it through. I think it's rigged against Bernie. Uh, you see what's happening with Klobuchar. Just, I heard just some, something happened there. And, uh, so do you think that will change? Yeah, yeah. Well, he just, Buttigieg just went out and said something, and Probably they'll say, hey, look, if I win, I'll put you in the administration. That's called quid pro quo, right? Well, when he says said something, he means that they endorsed. They endorsed Biden. Biden. That's what he means by though. said something. Man, he probably will end up in Joe Biden's cabinet if Joe Biden ends up in the White House. And they are absolutely forming like Voltron to block Bernie from being the nominee. And I'm torn. I mean, I'm, I'm torn. I, I really don't love any of the candidates. I mean, I, I don't love a lot of the stuff that Bloomberg has done. Biden can't even come up here and have a conversation. I, I mean... I don't understand why everybody is getting behind Joe Biden. Like, he is such an uninspiring candidate who is just riding Barack Obama's coattails. Beto O'Rourke is also endorsing Biden. Um, uh, former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid, <laughs> former Bernie National Sanders Security Advisor people, Susan Rice. <laughs> He's not a Democrat. I know. 
You know what I think? Goodness gracious. I mean, I guess people probably think that Joe Biden has a better chance of winning. How? He hasn't even won one state. He won one state in all of the primaries so far. How? And from what I've heard from, from what people are saying that are supporting him, they feel like because he's had experience in office, he knows how to get things passed through. That's what I'm hearing people who are supporting uh, Joe Biden saying. All I, all I would say to black people is Joe Biden wrote the 94 crime bill. He doesn't apologize for it, doesn't admit it was a mistake, still defends it. He has no black agenda. What is he offering to the black community to right any of those wrongs? He needs black people, but is offering us nothing. All right, now Bernie Sanders has some things to say about Super Tuesday. From day one, we have been taking on the establishment, uh, whether it is the corporate establishment, you know, Wall Street, the drug companies, the insurance companies, the fossil fuel industry, or the political establishment. And let me be very clear, it is no surprise, they do not want me to become president because our administration will transform this country to create an economy and a government that works for all of the people, not just the 1%. Now, Bernie Sanders also says he has no regrets about being a democratic socialist. No, I am what I am, and what democratic socialism is about to me is understanding that we have in many ways, Anderson, a socialist society today. But it is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. reminded us we have socialism for the rich and rugged individualism for the poor and for other people. Listen, man, the Democratic establishment is going to use all their resources to block Bernie from being the nominee. All of this is strategic. These folks dropping out right before Super Tuesday, everybody endorsing Biden uh, in an attempt to keep Bernie from getting a bunch of delegates today. And Bernie really needed to lean into the fact that he looks like Larry David and run commercials that say, don't let Democrats curb your enthusiasm when it comes to voting for me. All right, well, for everybody that's out voting today, 14 states, let us know. No, I didn't. These people could really use me. And let us know what you... simple stuff. And I would love for people to tweet us. Let us know what's going on, if you're going to vote and everything, what you're planning to do. Because there's only 14 states and one U.S. territory that will be voting today. If it wasn't Larry David, he could pretend, he could do commercials pretending to be Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Like Doc Brown could be... Go like back in the past to slavery and say, this is what America will look like under Trump. Another term of Trump. There's so many things that they could mm. be doing. Oh, he could have went back and be like, if I was there back then, I could have changed all of this. No, he was there back then. He was just 97 <laughs> years old. Right? All right, what are we talking about here? Okay. All right, well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. Are you going out to vote today or... Are you chilling because of the coronavirus? That's a great question. <laughs> is your corona cold? Is your corona on ice? <laughs> right. That's just, this is a great question. I know that they, I was watching CNN last night, and they was like, avoid large crowds. Now, I don't know if it's large voter turnouts in these states today, but are you afraid to go out and vote because of the coronavirus? This is a very valid question, people. I, I ain't going front. I'm scared. I mean, I, I was scared to get on the elevator with Charlemagne this morning. I, was, I, I told him, I was like, I look, bro, I don't know where you've been, bro. Yeah, but you the one to jump out of the car sagging your pants. Ass all out. Coronavirus just everywhere. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Everybody else covered up. They got on hazmat suits, <laughs> condoms all over their body. Envy just walking around with his ass out. Yo. He ain't scared of no coronavirus. 800 <laughs> 585-1051. We're talking this morning. Are did you, you or did you not have your pants sagging I don't this know. Were you yes, looking? you did. You were behind me? I was like, this guy got his drawers all out and coronavirus is everywhere. He don't even care what gets up his Why ass. are you looking at my, my ass? But 800-585-1051. Are you voting today or are you a little nervous about this coronavirus? All right? Let's, let's talk about it a little bit. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, today is Super Tuesday. A lot of people are going out to vote, but we're asking, are you going out to vote or is this coronavirus making you stay your ass home? That is the question. This is a great question, and um, my answer is it shouldn't. But I wouldn't put it past the white man, okay, to, 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 to make this fall under the umbrella of voter depression. Because you have Russian interference that you're going to have to worry about in the general election. You have voter suppression, no, but you have voter depression, white man. White man with the camera trying to correct me. That's what white people do, okay? Because yeah, they think vote. they know every goddamn don't thing. Vote. Voter depression is when you have a <laughs> bunch of... <laughs> voter depression is when you have a bunch of... Shut up, cracker. Voter depression <laughs> is, what, is what happens when you have a bunch of Goodness uninspiring gracious. candidates. 
okay, and uninspiring candidates make people stay at home, or you have something like coronavirus, which is scaring the hell out of people, and people are like, look, I don't want to be around large crowds, so I'm not going to go vote. So, yes. Go vote. Yeah, you should. You should go but vote. But I can understand if you why you why you would be afraid not to. Earl. Yeah, I'm here. What's up, Earl? You going to vote? No, I can't go vote. Can't well, be around a bunch of people oh my and gosh. spread that nonsense. First of all, are you registered to vote? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So you don't want to go simply because you are afraid that the coronavirus. Where are you calling from, first of all? Oh, I'm in Fort Wayne, but I'm from Chicago. Have I there been had this number a long time. Have there been any cases of the coronavirus in Texas? No. Uh, yeah. In Washington. <laughs> what? I said Texas, man. Where you were? I know Washington, but Texas. It Washington. I haven't heard about any reports from Texas, but I'm not going to say you lying. No, yeah, there were. Melissa. Hi, I'm Melissa. I'm from California. Hey, Melissa. This is my first time calling. Kind of nervous. Good morning, Melissa. Hi, good morning. I've been listening to you guys for like five, six years. We started at 2 a.m. here in California, so super happy that I get to listen to you guys at 3. Oh, well, thank you. Are you voting today? Yes, I actually already dropped off my um, vote. Yay! There you go. There you go. Mail. So if you guys are still voting uh, in person, that's kind of funny. You guys should be voting in mail. Don't waste your time um, wasting gas and everything. I so. think it should be digital. Who'd you vote for? Um, For Bernie. Okay. I was actually pretty nervous to vote for him because I do not want this country to be a socialist country. But you know what? If that's the guy that's going to help us beat this Trump guy, then... I'm all for it. Sorry, I'm kind of nervous. Where are you calling from? Cali. California. California? And they said, in, they said in California, nearly 82% of eligible vote, people are registered to vote there. That's the highest percentage heading into a primary in the last 68 years. Wow. Lazarus. Yes, sir. Blessings. Blessings. Are you going out to vote today? Uh, Yes, I'm, I'm going to go out to vote today. But I don't really, I'm not really sure about, you know, our candidates. You know, Bernie is a funny character. Um, after watching that um, Amazon premiere, uh, Amazon premiere about the uh, the um, MK Ultra and um, the drugs and all of that, they got a, how they how they killed us. You know, the the people that was around with Martin Luther King in those days, some of them were CIA agents. So I I, I don't know about the agenda. That's why Bernie kind of makes me funny when he says he doesn't believe in um, reparations. reparations for black people. Yeah. But um, I think I think the worst thing that we could do with with the coronavirus is tell people that they should um be afraid of it. Remember, your your body has what's called your hypothalamus pituitary, your adrenal gland. If you place your body in fight or flight mode, you're taking away what's called like your force field. You know, in the Quran it says Allah is the best of all planets, the best of all knowers. So God has already given you a protection against everything. The main thing of your protection is your body can defend against anything. But if you go into stress mode, you go into fear mode, you've already eliminated your immune process. You started uh, what they call in your white blood cells, the mitochondria in your white blood cells, you start uh, absorbing all the nutrients in it because you're in a fight or flight mode, which then makes your immune system deficient. Hey, I hear you, we King. Can never have fear I, of no disease, fear of nothing. King, I hear you, but you can uh, have sex with a woman with gonorrhea five times in a row and not be afraid at all, unprotected. I bet you're going to end up with gonorrhea. Oh, but I'm not going to have sex with a woman with gonorrhea. I'm just saying. You ain't talking about approaching <laughs> with goodbye, no goodbye. fear. No, I can't, just I don't can't, have I no can't. fear. Just don't jump that gonorrhea filled vagina with no fear and no condom, and you'll be fine. I love our listeners. 800 <laughs> Today is Super Tuesday. <laughs> Are you, are you voting today? That is the question. Coronavirus, does it have you scared? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I am in the middle. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, today is Super Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We're asking, are you going out to vote? All right, that is the question. Are you scared about the coronavirus? Let's talk about it, all right? Um, Taekwon. Taekwon, good morning, brother. Hey, good morning, y'all. All right, today's Super Yo. Tuesday. You going to vote, man? Of course, of course. Definitely going to vote. Just won't be voting for Bloomberg because... Um, Bloomberg, I don't know if you noticed or not, but all those kids you made go to school in the early 2000s, all them little snowstorms have grown now. We can vote. And I remember that. And I will be taking that into consideration when I vote. Okay, you so for? you're a New Yorker. Yep. Who are you voting for? Uh, I'm going to figure that out in the ballot. And I'll figure it out soon, but this won't be fair. You don't know? Okay. Yep. 
Hey, Envy, yep. I need you to pick up your pants, man. That's not cool. You can't be sagging. You're too old to be sagging. Don't tell him nothing. Stop looking at my butt, man. You and Charlamagne, man. Wait till man. you get that coronavirus in the crack of his ass. Nah, I'm just going to put some Carmax there. I'll be all right. <laughs> put some Carmax in the room of <laughs> your ass. Put, put, also get rid of those stores. Put some on yeah. the room of your There you go. <laughs> Rachel. What's up? What's up, man? You, go, you going out to vote today? No. Why? You know, I don't trust nobody. People don't wash their hands. People don't do what they're supposed to do. You right. I don't have time. No. Are you are you registered to vote? Yes, I am. I've been since I was eighteen. I my what? first vote was for Obama, so yeah. I just want to tell you how I just want to tell you how uh, contradictory and hypocritical you sound because you're walking around right now. Yeah, you're, you're probably around as many people today as you will be at the voting booth right now. No, no, but that's a little bit more personal. You see how women women do this? Like, come on now, man. It's Everybody got to touch the same equipment, the same pens on the thing. Uh-uh. No. Where, you, where you calling from? I have an office. I'm calling from Orlando, Florida. Shout out. Are you going to the club tonight? No. Okay. I got to work tomorrow, Just making sure. So I, I can't do it. You at work. You going in the bathroom that everybody use. You at a water fountain that everybody use. You going to a vending machine that everybody use. My job sent me to go get some Lysol wipes yesterday and some sanitizer, and they almost sold out everywhere. Like, it's crazy. Well, take all that in the voting booth. You're making all these excuses, and you're around just as many people in, in the regular life as you will be in the voting booth. I ain't taking that risk. Take your ass out there and vote, man. So you want to risk Donald Trump being president again for the next four years? I think that's beyond my control. No, wow. I think, I, no, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's above us, too. I'm not even going to lie Stop to you. It. I think that's what the universe wants. This is America's karma. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Entity. Entity? Yes. All right, Entity. You, you voting today? Yeah, man. I might have to go out there and vote. I might have to have my hazmat suit on, too, as well. But, <laughs> you know, definitely trying to avoid that coronavirus. But I just want to let y'all know that that coronavirus is a part of the agenda. Like, every six years, there's always a new, you know, something coming out so you know definitely be aware of that but uh, also a fact. we got another agenda too you know we definitely want to you know bring some young people from dc to south africa this summer we want y'all to help out if, if you know if you guys get an opportunity go check out the fourth quarter collective okay at the fourth quarter collective all right okay all right, brother. again we letting people promote all right have a good one man what's the moral of the story guys the moral of the story is I think that you should go out there and vote. I mean, even when people say things like avoid large crowds, if you live in a city like New York or Chicago or any city with a high populace of people, how the hell are you going to avoid large crowds? You can't. So you might as well go out there and, you know, put yourself at risk for a greater cause. And that greater cause is voting. All right. Now, you we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Mike Tyson. And we'll tell you about an interview that happened. It was him and, and he was interviewing Sugar Ray Leonard on his podcast. And he basically broke down and talks about how he feels not having boxing in his life. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That's right. You know, today is a national I want you to be happy day. Yes. That's right, man. So go out there and make somebody happy. Put a smile on somebody's face today on this Super Tuesday. When you're in line at the polls, just say something nice to somebody. Nothing creepy, just something nice. Like, something nice. Yeah, like, that's all. Make somebody feel happy. Okay. Yes. All right. Now, um... It's also talking third person day. So you'd be like, yo... Envy said... Yeah, me outside. yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. That's a little mm -hmm. weird, a little weird, a little weird. You know, we were talking about uh, all these home remedies, right? Because earlier today, somebody was... Uh, one of the interns, Sim Simmer, was talking about that when she flies, she puts Neosporin in her nose. Yeah. And she said it stops... Uh, anything from her uh, from breathing anything that could be contagious or harmful to the body. Yeah, and Charlemagne told y'all that was normal. You know what I mean? Charlemagne has seen that before. Yeah, next I was let's talk let's talk home remedies a little bit because I've never heard of that in my life. You never heard of that one? No. What, what kind of home remedies do y'all have in New York? Uh well we have Macuricomb. Do you know what Macuricomb is? No, what is that? Macuricomb was this thing that they my grandmother put on everything. It was like it looked like a little red dye. Like mm -hmm. if you got a cut, a bruise, if stitches, anything that was needed healing, she would put yeah. Macuricomb on. Sh Charlemagne has definitely put uh, a little urine in his eye for pink eye. Pink You, you put your own urine. Yes, urine cures pink eye. I, that is a fact. I don't know about that. I, I, you know, I, I used to have braces and sometimes when the braces would hurt, my mm -hmm. dad would put a little WD forty. In, in my mouth and the braces to make sure that why WD-40? 
Uh, I mean, it does loosen up because you had, right? had the brace, you know, the, uh, the bracket and the, and the bracket and the, and the brace. They called me metal mouth, but I had all that. So to make sure it was good, he put a little WD forty. I don't know how healthy that was, or if oh. he should have put the WD forty that goes on cars. Did it work? I ain't dead. Okay, Charlamagne never heard that one. Your yeah. motors running. I yeah. uh, we used to use Tiger Bomb in my house. Tiger Bomb. Bomb. The stuff Nori didn't be drinking on Jim. <laughs> <laughs> no, that Tiger Bomb. B A L M. What's that for? Uh, I don't know, but it's like a very minty feeling. So anytime something went wrong, they just put some Tiger Bomb on it. Hmm. Now right, we'll talk about that more next hour. <laughs> but we got rumors coming up. What we talking about in the rumors? Yes, we are going to talk about an uh, unfortunate situation, Kobe Bryant, and these pictures that have been circulating and the deputies that were involved. will tell you what the L.A. County Sheriff has to say. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Meg Thee Stallion. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So here's an update from yesterday. Now, we told you about Meg Thee Stallion on Instagram Live talking about her situation, not being able to put out new music because of her record label and wanting to renegotiate her deal. Here's what she said as a refresher. I'm signed to two independent labels. Because, you know, one don't want me to put out no music. And it's real crazy because all I did was ask to renegotiate my contract. Then it became a big old thing. When I signed, I didn't really know what was in my contract. I was young. I think I was like 20. So when I got with Rock Nation, they was like, do you know that this is in your contract? And I was like, oh, damn, that's crazy. No, I didn't know. I'm thinking in my head, oh, well, everybody cool. We all family. It's cool. It's nice. (laughs) Soon as I said, I want to renegotiate my contract, everything went left. All right, now she has filed a lawsuit and she got a temporary restraining order so she can put out some music on Friday. They can't block it. They also can't talk about her negatively or attack or abuse her on social media. So that's the deal now. Now, in this lawsuit, she says that 1501 Certified, that's her label, gets 60% of her recording income. She gets the remaining 40%, but she also has to pay for everything, like engineers, mixers, artists, everything. She shouldn't have to pay for that. Usually that that, that comes off the top. So if she signed to a, a, a deal, she, they usually have to take care of studio. Uh, excuse and, me. But they still recoup it, so it still if, is coming out of your budget. If I put it in the contract that you have to pay for you're your right. goddamn studio time, you got to pay for your <laughs> goddamn man. studio you're time. Right. You're right. She also said about. that you're right. <laughs> all the money from her touring Jeez. and from her live performances get paid directly to the label, and then they're supposed to give her accounting of what it is, but she hasn't gotten the proper accounting and everything is purposefully and deceptively vague. She also feels like Jay Prince is being used to intimidate people because Carl Crawford, who owns the label, uh, has a great relationship with him and there's been some pressure for different things and she also feels that Jay Prince has uh, helped an online smear campaign against her, including the story that came out recently about her getting arrested five years ago and she said she got a $10,000 advance when she signed. So now she's suing Carl and 1501 Certified Entertainment. She wants at least a million dollars in damages, and she wants to renegotiate her contract still. What, do you, what, do you, what, do you, what is the lawsuit, though? You, you signed the contract, so what are you actually suing for? Uh, I guess she wants to renegotiate, and she feels like all of those things are unfair to They don't her. have to renegotiate. They gave her an option to sign a contract and have an attorney. I mean, I mean, if, if the contract is not right, I, I think they should do what's right and renegotiate, especially because I'm sure... Renegotiate for what? Because you I never, you never think an artist is going to pop like she Megan hasn't did. really popped yet. She's doing great. Yeah, she did. She, she hasn't selling... popped yet. Like, you put, a, put, a, put a debut album out. Sell some records. It's not about albums now. This, well, it's about singles now. she can't put that music out as be, until, you know, they they had her in a stronghold, so she couldn't put the music I'm, out. Do you, do you care but about she albums has, now? But she has had yeah. some great top Doesn't 10 songs no and singles out, yeah. which is a lot more than most artists have done, and the streaming numbers are great, and she's been touring and doing shows and everything. Everything, so she's definitely made some money. No, but I will say this. Labels usually, right, if an artist does pop like that and the deal wasn't that great at first, they usually will come back and they do the right their money thing back, right. and renegotiate with you because they realize, okay, we didn't anticipate all this, but we want to do the right as, thing as, as, by as an artist. What you just said is very important. If they've made their money back Correct. and made a whole bunch of extra money on top of that. But they don't have to, though. 
They don't, they, they don't have to. They don't have to. And the, the bigger, the most important question is why are artists still putting themselves in these kind of situations in this era? It's too much information out here. Why don't you got an entertainment lawyer? Stop letting your family and friends nope. look over contracts and hire professionals. Well, you know what happens is the artist wants that opportunity. At that time, they're not popping. They're not doing anything they need to help. They'll sign anything to get a little so bread to get their... an entertainment lawyer. Most of the time they would have signed, they would have signed it anyway because they're so thirsty to get on. And oh. then once they get on, they're like, oh, damn, I signed the after deal. You see it all the time. Well, hire an entertainment lawyer. Stop letting your family and friends look over your contracts. Hire some professionals. Invest in yourself a little bit so you know you can avoid situations like this. All right, let's talk about money, more money. Fashion Nova, guess how much they spent on influencer marketing last year? How much? More than Megan got for an advance. Shut $40 up, million. Dollars. That's definitely more than making up for anything. Now, you know, people are always wondering, like, damn, everybody's advertising Fashion Nova. How's this happening? Well, there you have it. The uh, second most highest uh, company that spent the most on influencer marketing last year was Flat Tummy. Mm. They spent $13 million. So that's a huge gap between what the two companies have spent. I you know, know Flat Tummy was still around. You know what? You know, Fashion Nova member hit me on my DMs, man. Uh, you know what? I... You know what, Fashion Nova? Send me, send me, send me some clothes. Well, I, I forty million dollars. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna get the whole forty, but I know this. Definitely that much. gonna get forty million. But Nova, they also have hoe, so bro. many influencers. Call, call and the reason I call you a hoe because you're making too much money to be out here, goddamn, uh, doing Fashion Nova ads. And I'm gonna do flat tummy tea. How much flat tummy tea? Oh do? God. Okay. <laughs> you do anything, huh? What, what else was? What was number three? Uh, the dildos. And if NBA start doing, <laughs> I set myself up for that one. NBA start doing fashion over ads. He, him and season gonna start doing fashion over uh, fashion shows. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. All right, oh, now let's talk about Mike idea. Tyson and his podcast, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. That's his podcast. And Sugar Ray Leonard stopped by the other day, and there was a moment on there that was very emotional, and that was Mike Tyson talking about how he is scared of who he used to be. I know the art of fight. I know the art of war. That's all I ever studied. That's why I'm so feared. That's why they feared me when I was in the ring. Because I saw my... I was annihilated. That's all I was born for. And now those days are gone. It's empty. I'm nothing. I'm working on feeling the art of humbleness. Can you be with me? That's the reason why I'm crying. Because I'm not that person no more. Mm. And I miss them. Because sometimes I feel like a bitch. Because I don't want to... I don't want that person to come out because if he comes out, hell is coming with him. And it's not funny at all. It must sound cool. Like, I'm a tough guy. It's just I hate that guy. I'm scared of him. Some people like violence. Mike Tyson is one of those people Eesh. who like violence. He just needs an outlet. Like, I don't know. There's no... There's no senior league boxing tournaments. You can just play. No senior league UFCs. Maybe. Like, I, I, but think about that. He's been trained from when he was young that he studied that. And so, like you said, he was an annihilator. It's what he's eeks. been doing. So how do you get out of that? He just needs some way to, to, to put that aggression. That's all that's what I'm saying. It got to be some senior league boxing tournaments, some senior league UFC tournaments, something. It's somewhere where people his age can go and grapple if they want to grapple. Yeah. Or maybe even just training and helping other people train. That ain't the same. You want to see blood. You want to hurt somebody. You want to hit them. Oh, no. Maybe. Said, it, what? Go, no. All right. Now. Be bare hand hunting. Let's discuss uh, Kobe Bryant's crash. Killing with his bare hands. The crash site where Kobe Bryant's helicopter crashed. There were some gruesome photos that people were sharing. And the people that were sharing those photos were eight deputies. They took photos and they shared photos of Kobe Bryant's uh, helicopter crash site. And Vanessa Bryant was devastated when she found out about this. And she wants the people who were actually showing those photos to be punished. Well, here's what L.A. County Sheriff. Alex Villanueva had to say. It was such a hard scene dealing with the families firsthand. All three families that were there except for the pilot's family, they were all present and reassuring them we're doing everything possible and then to find out, you know, days later that this happened. Uh, it's just a sense of betrayal. How many deputies do you think are involved? That uh, We know of eight. All photos that we know of that were in the possession of the eight individuals were deleted. There's only two groups of people that should be taking photos. That is the NTSB and then the coroner's office. All right. It is not That's a crime, crazy. though, for law enforcement to take those pictures, but it's still against department policy. And he said he has apologized to the families. That's right. a different level of groupie, bro. It is. Are you a different level of groupie if you taking uh, pictures of, of, of dead bodies from a, a helicopter wreckage? Just to show people. people. Yeah, that's My nasty. God, bro. What kind? Of, what, what level of groupie is you that? You should be humiliated. Jesus Christ. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Yeah, that's some sucker-ish. Mm-mm-mm. All right, Charlemagne. All right. What are you giving your donkey to, bro? Well, you know, today we have to talk about potatoes up the ass. 
Four after the hour, we'll discuss it. Just be here for me, okay? Mm-hmm. Ass Browns. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> We're going to right. talk Ass Browns for after the hour. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We'll do that next. Keep it locked if you want to know about the potatoes in your butt. <laughs> Keep it locked. That's right, baby. <laughs> High brow content on the goddamn Breakfast Club. There you go. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're talking about home remedies. Uh, people use all types of stuff. I've heard you put Neosporin in your nose, ginger ale for stomach aches. Uh, like I tell you, my braces were a little squeaky. My dad used a, a little WD-40. Uh, and we got, uh, what's your name, ma'am? Chalet. Chalet. Hey, right. Chalet. How are you? I'm doing great, Uncle Charlotte. This is my second time getting through to talk to you guys ever, and I'm so happy. We're happy you called. You're a doctor, correct? <laughs> yes, I'm a doctor of physical therapy, and I treat in pelvic rehabilitation. Oh. What do you think about the whole, you know, potatoes butt? Okay, that is the most insane thing I've ever heard. So I treat at least 40 patients a week, and people come in with some crazy outlandish stories, but I haven't heard of anybody putting a potato in their butt. <laughs> what, 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 other, what other things do people put in their butt? Uh, well, obviously, you get the normal stuff like people putting toys in there, fingers, dilators, different things, you know, different types of cream that end up affecting them in a negative way. I think you need to know that today is I want you to be happy, Dave. Tell me more. <laughs> really? Oh, my gosh. I, mean, I knew you would appreciate this because, oh, my God, mm-hmm. when he you likes started talking about National Fart Day and all these different things, I was like, oh, my God, he's just like me. I love this stuff, which is why I do it. So it's so important <laughs> that people... Nobody teaches you this stuff in, in school. Like, how do you sit on the toilet the right way? What do fact. you actually have to do to pass your stool without busting a couple vessels in your bottom and causing yourself some hemorrhoids? So what are some good, so, I guess, natural home remedies for hemorrhoids? Do you know any or do you recommend any? Yes. I would actually say start with eating better fiber. You want to mm. get your good soluble fiber and your insoluble fiber. So you want like 25 to 35 grams of fiber a day if you're an adult or if you're over the age of 10 years old. And then you also want to get get your good fiber, but also have water. So you need to mm-hmm. have half your body weight in ounces of fluid per day, and 60% of that should be from water. You know why you so on point? Because in that same New York Post article that I got that story from, that's exactly what they say you should do. You should drink plenty of fluids and maintain a fiber-rich diet. Ow, well, thank you. Baby. That's pretty good. That's Thank why you, you a doctor. That's why you a professional. There you go. Maybe a nice wheatgrass shot from the juice bar. Hello, who's this? To bring everything out. Yo, this is Drew from Jersey. Drew, what's up, man? We're talking about home remedies, bro. Hey, yo, my grandma from Barbados, right? Mm-hmm. And she got two remedies that's crazy, and it really works. You put on some socks, and you put onions in your socks at night, and you go to sleep. <laughs> Sounds funky. Yeah, your feet be sick, but you don't, you don't be sick. You go your ass to school next day. So you saying the coronavirus, if you want to clear the coronavirus, you put you gonna put onions in your sock? I don't know about the Hanukkah virus. I don't know about that, but uh so you, I know about the, the flu, man. You put some you put some onions in your sock. I'm, now I'm gonna tell you something, King. Uh, King, young black kids can't afford to go to school smelling like onions because they already be musty sometime anyway, bro. My goodness. Don't right. do that to us, King. Hello, who's this? Shannon. Hey Shannon, we're talking about home remedies. You got one? Yes. So I used to run cross country when I was in high school and my feet would like get wet if we ran in the rain. That if you put Appleton white rum on your feet okay. and you sleep with thick socks, when you wake up in the morning, you will be sick. What part of the Caribbean are you from? Well, it was just Jamaican. So Jamaica. Okay. okay. Goodness gracious. All right. Yeah. Thank you. 800-585-1051. We're talking home remedies. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about home remedies. Now, we have Melissa on the line. Melissa, good morning. Hi. Good morning, DJ NV, Charlamagne, Angela Yee. What's morning. up, Queen? Now, we're talking about home remedies. Now, now you got a home remedy for ringworms? <laughs> yeah, when I was really young, um, my mom told me to get bleach and I put it with a little bit of water and put it on the ringworm. Did it work? It take, like cotton swabs. It did actually. Mm. You put it bleach on your ring on your ringworms? Goodness gracious! Okay. Oh, okay, all right. Did you ever put bleach on your skin like that? I, I wouldn't think so. I've heard of uh, no. I've heard of uh, apple cider vinegar for ringworms. I had ringworms back in the day. I think my grandma might have put a little apple cider vinegar on it. I actually 
never heard of that one, but like the one that um, with the bleach though, it did work. Like in a day or two, it was gone, and I was surprised. Okay, I thought right. that was dangerous, but my mom was like, "No, it's good." Do people still get ringworms? Well, then nothing. Hey, when you used to get ringworms back in the day, people swear you didn't wash, bro. It's just um, a ringworm is fungus, so it's just like a form of fungus. So yeah. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Micah. Hey, Micah. We're talking about we're talking about home remedies this morning. You got one for us? Yeah. So everybody from the D, we use burners. It cures everything. Coronavirus, <laughs> everything. Burners ginger ale. Yep, burners ginger ale, and then you put Vicks at the bottom of your feet when you got a cold. You wake up the next morning. Feel brand new. So how are you? How are you sure this cures coronavirus? Listen, it's cured a lot of things. So my guess <laughs> is that my goodness. it got it down. What is it personally cured for you? Tell us the worst thing you've had: a little gonorrhea, a little chlamydia. What is it? Uh, nah, we ain't going that far. I say the flu. The flu. I had the flu actually two weeks ago, and two days I was back to normal. Because okay. of Vernon's ginger ale. Burner's ginger ale. Well, congratulations. <laughs> right. might have crack in it. I don't know. Oh, my God. I hope Goodness not. Crack might kill everything, bro. <laughs> Crackheads be living forever. You're right. Hello, who's this? Chandra. Hey, Chandra. We're talking about home remedies this morning. You got one for me? Yes. Uh, you put some flour in a skillet, wait till it gets a little brown, and then you can cure a dark rash. Really? You put brown yes. flour in a skillet, and then you put it in your on your baby, and it cures diaper rash? Yes. I wonder why. I wonder what the properties are in the um, brown sugar. I don't know, but it really does work within like a few hours. And why do you have to fry it? Uh, something about the browning, browning it does something to it because regular flour doesn't do anything. But when I browned it, it works. Wow. All right. Let the record show that it's, it. it's all black women calling up here. <laughs> this is why you got to have a black woman in your life right here, bro. This is exactly why. This is, what, this is what grandma and mamas was all about. These are all the future grandmas calling up here right now. Well, all some right. of them might have been grandmas already. What's the moral of the story? I mean, the moral of the story is get you a black woman, okay? Because something in the cabinet going to kill what you got. We're going to make it work. Goodness gracious. Yeah, we got rumors on the way? Yes, I talk about Trick Daddy. He is mad at the shade room, and we'll tell you why. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Boosie. It's time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Hot New Hip Hop has a deal with the For Us By Us Network. They are together collaborating to two upcoming video series. And one series is the day-to-day life of Boosie Badass. So, I'm here for that. Yeah, that's going to be I fun. never heard of this platform. Uh, I know, you heard of Hot New Hip Hop. Of course I heard of Hot New Hip Hop, but I never heard of the For Us By Us Network. But if they got Boosie doing a TV show, it's funny. I am there. It is funny. Okay. Well, here is the trailer. TV has been begging me for the last 10 years. Boosie, please get on TV. Just get on TV. Boosie, please. You don't see me act a damn fool. Here I go. I'm a big family man. Uh, I have a lot of kids. I was f***ing a lot at a young age. My kids, I think they trying to find me a woman. You know who I want. The whole world knew who I want. She want me too. It's just a matter of time. Rihanna knew you know you want me. It's all this black chocolate. Look at these toes. Rihanna, you can see me anytime. I will flash your motherfucking ass. Rihanna, you used to come see my daddy. Yeah, he needs somebody in his life. Yeah. You would like Rihanna for a stepmama. Yeah. I would. <laughs> Drop on a clues bonds for Boosie's reality show. I'm telling you, if you build it, they will come. It Boosie's. don't matter what the platform is. If you build it, they it. will come. I want to see it. Because yeah. the, the regular networks... He enjoyed networks, watching his social media page already. Yeah, and the regular network's not taking those kind of chances. So sal- salute to Forrest Bias Network. Where and you know, that that's at? FUBU. Yeah. And so one of the founders, uh, Jay Alexander Martin, he's one of the founders of the uh, FUBU and of the Forest Bias Network. Well, I'm definitely supporting you. Where do do we find that at? Okay, so I guess they put it on different platforms. So I'm not sure. I guess this one's going to be on Hot New Hip Hop. I'm sure Jay DM us soon. Yeah, but I'm definitely checking that out. Mm-hmm. All right, now, Trick Daddy has some issues with the Shade Room. Now, there were reports that his Miami restaurant was shot up over the weekend, and the Shade Room did report that a shooting took place inside of the restaurant. But Trick Daddy wants to let you know that's not how it went down. When I find out which one of you motherfuckers in the Shade Room putting up that false allegations about my motherfucking restaurant, I'm going to slap the at you, ass. Bitch don't get shot in the establishment, and then they open up the door. Let the people come on in, man. 
Y'all come on in and get y'all some ribs, baby. The man across the street. The man, yeah, they have to cross the street. The man ain't had no safe place to go. We let the man in. Simple as that. See, now that, see how that can get twisted around? They make it seem like somebody got shot in his restaurant, but what really happened is somebody got shot down the block, and then he let them into the restaurant. Oh, yeah, don't slap them, just sue them. That's all. When they put up false mm. headlines like that, just sue them. Salute to the Shade Room. I love the Shade Room, but when any of those blog sites, uh, media outlets report false stories, sue them. Trust me, I've done it. All right, now Judge Judy is ending after one. Tw- 25 <laughs> seasons. So as you know, she's made a lot of money off of that Judge Judy show. The final full season of Judge Judy still has to air, so that means up until 2021 you'll still see original shows. But uh, she still has her show, Judy Justice. That's a new show that she'll be launching. And we don't know where that show is going to end up or what's happening, but she's one of the highest paid stars on TV. She made $47 million a year for Judge Judy. Yes, and then not to mention syndication. Uh, So 25 seasons is an amazing run. Whoever let Judge Judy walk away is going to be, he's probably, that person's probably going to get fired. They didn't let him walk away. She got a new show. So she probably ended that way. Yeah, but she said she she was doing, they didn't want to do her shows, and so she walked. I think they, uh, there's a new president there as part of what it is. And they just let Judge Judy walk? Maybe that's uh, part of the issue. I don't know. They still have one more year left. And she also had sold her library to uh, CBS for $95 million to $100 million. Yikes. So, yes, that part of that deal was she was extended to a 25th season, and there you have it. God so, bless her. Yes, yeah. we'll see where Judge Judy lands next, but... God bless her. Pretty sure she'll be okay. Mm-mm. But uh, if you guys remember, the president, Les Moonves, was... Uh, ousted back in 2018. So they said there's a new regime there and Judge Judy hasn't been seeing eye to eye with the new people there. All right, April Jones from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. <sighs> so people are asking questions. Is she in a relationship? Is she single? What's going on with her? Is she still with Fizz? Well, she now is saying this about being single. I will always be single even when I'm in a relationship. You want to know why? Until this m- ring is on this finger i'm single as i really believe in that because just because we are saying that we together doesn't mean that you know what all right i'm confused yeah, i don't think that's how that works <laughs> nah shorty i don't think you that's could be how in that a very works. committed Mm-mm. relationship and not be single before so she, you get married so that's what you single? do before you get married so is she single but she is single she says until she has that ring on her finger uh that's how she is, I so guess. So she's saying that she's she's, she's she's free to see other people? Oh, because, she, because if I haven't put a ring on your finger and, mm-hmm. and said I want to marry you, like we're just dating and you yes. get to date other people, that's what she's saying? That's what she's saying. All right. Let's see how that works so out she, for So she's not with Fizz? No. There's no ring on her finger, so she's single. <laughs> Who Our, is that? April Jones. You know, Omarion's ex, the one that started dating Fizz. You said April Jones. I started thinking about the woman from Ninja Turtles. What was April's last name on Ninja Turtles? O'Neal. April O'Neal. There you go. Got you. All right, and uh, Pop Smoke, they said that he, they are planning to have his burial later this week at the Greenwood Cemetery near Prospect Park in Brooklyn. So he was initially due to be buried at Cypress Hill Cemetery, but the location was later changed. He was only 20 years old again. They are still requesting assistance from the public and anything that people can provide, they said would be helpful. There is a minimum of four suspects, and they said uh, they still are not sure what exactly happened. Mm-hmm. But again, we do want to send our condolences to Pop Smoke's family, to his friends. Uh, definitely gone too soon. And if anybody does know something, please make sure you talk about what you know. You know, they're having issues with solving this case just because nobody wants to talk. I thought they had all the video cameras and I thought they said their cars and all that. So I guess all that was a lie. Right. Wasn't there more people in the house too? Yep. I don't know, man. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. But if you see, if you know something, you should say something, man. Now, we've been talking about face tattoos. A lot of people have all these face tattoos. But Post Malone says the reason why he has his face tattoos is because of insecurities. He was in GQ and he said, I'm an ugly ass MFR. The face Mm. tattoos do maybe come from a place of insecurity to where I don't like how I look. So I'm going to put something cool on there so I can look at myself and say, you look cool, kid. And he said that's the reason why he does it. So, yeah. What was me, white man? All right. What? He's just talking about it. I'm sure that's real for him. But don't the face tattoos make you look worse? Maybe he feels like he's covering up his ugliness with the tattoos Mm. or whatever. But people have insecurities and he's Mm -hmm. being vocal about his.
All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Let's go. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's March, so it's Women's History Month. And who are we representing today, Yee? We are representing for Madam C.J. Walker. She was the wealthiest self-made woman in America back uh, at the time of her death in 1919. And she invented a line of African-American hair products. She's also African-American businesswoman. And here is her great-great-granddaughter, Alalia Bundles. Who won the world? It's Women's History Month, and we're celebrating the most influential women in history. Check out this phenomenal woman. Tell us about Madam C.J. Walker's story of success. Her hair began to fall out, and she developed an ointment and a shampoo that healed her scalp disease and turned it into a business. Her story is really one of the most amazing American success stories. Uh, her parents had been enslaved. She was born two years after the end of the Civil War in 1867 on the same plantation where her parents had been enslaved. And yet, by the time she died in 1919 at 51 years old, she was a millionaire. So I love the fact that Madam Walker had a successful business, but I really love that she employed other women, that she was a patron of the arts, a philanthropist, a political activist, who was contributing large amounts of money to community organizations, to schools, to the anti-lynching movement. And that was another phenomenal woman in history. All right. Yes, and make sure you guys look for Netflix's movie, Self Made, inspired by the life of Madam C.J. Walker. That's going to be streaming on Netflix starting March 20th, starring Octavia Spencer. Other people will be Tiffany Haddish and Blair Underwood in that series. All right. Now, when we come back, we got the positive note, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now it's time to get up out of here. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, man. My positive note is simply this. Uh, don't let your loyalty become slavery. If they don't appreciate what you bring to the table, let them eat alone. Breakfast club, bitches! You all finished or y'all done?